This episode of First and Wild is brought to you by iParty Boat Rentals. When you touch down in the MIA, the 305, for the turn up, a celebration, a birthday, a bachelor party, a bachelorette party, celebrate on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all social media platforms to book yours right now. iParty Boat Rentals, pontoons, 24 footers, yachts, whatever you need, we can make it happen. So once again, when you come down to Miami and you're done with South Beach, you're done with Wynwood, make sure before you leave, you have fun on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Now, enjoy the first and wild podcast all right everybody what's going on your boy slim city live and the return the final we've all been waiting for this moment all our lives i know listen up, man the first and wild podcast is back i'm glad shout out everybody's patient support for some reason it's still getting plays on soundcloud from episodes of way back when and today i knew this wanted to be my first guest on the return of the podcast dr wilton riggs right Triggs. Triggs, sorry, yeah, Triggs. That's all good. It's all good, man. Happy and he, to be and he gone on the, the shoe game off the gate, the lost and founds. Ah, yeah, fresh. Fresh, fresh. out the box, bro. Fresh out the box. First where? Out the box. Oh, man. Yep. Goated. I'll never forget this moment. Everybody wasn't able. I only know three people that, that hit on those shoes. Man, I've been hitting like crazy. I hit on the fours, too. The, I mean, oh, the uh, the charcoal? The... Yeah, those like Minari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man. You've been on a roll. Enjoy those wins, man. Hey. Oh, oh man, so what's going on, man? Like, bro, people have been buzzing about you. Like, telling you, the first time I met you, I was like, yo, I got to get this um this guy on my podcast. Like, bro, he he's like the youth giver, the, the fountain of youth over there. Hey, man. Giving these women dreams, hopes, <laughs> attitudes. Like the black Dr. Miami. This For <laughs> real, bro. And it's crazy because I was trying to uh, recommend a young lady towards you, but she just had a horrible experience in Miami oh, yeah. that she decided to go to um uh DR. To get her body done and everything like that. I mean, she looks amazing, by the way, but you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not knocking on that, but right. I just feel like one of the first things I think about when girls go over there is like, okay, how does the insurance translate over there? Like, there ain't no insurance. It's all out of pocket. And then, like, if they have a situation, like a complication once they fly back, like, yeah. other plastic surgeons don't really like to fix those complications. So you almost kind of screw. Then, like, even if you have, like, a real bad complication, you got to go to the hospital. Sometimes mm-hmm. the insurance won't pay for it. When they find out it's like cosmetic surgery from out of the country. Oh, serious? Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. So you better hope everything goes well because, you know. Yeah, yeah. Try to turn your mic a little bit more towards you. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, try to. There you go. You can unscrew it like this and then it'll, and it'll loosen up a little bit. Yeah. Turn it towards you. Or the bottom one. I think it's the cord. Yeah, pull that cord towards you. Shit, tight as hell. Listen, the first one back, y'all. I'm a bit rusty. I'm going to get on it, though. There we go. Yeah. All right, there we go. So you can just sit back and talk normal. Yeah, man, but that's, like, one of the biggest fears, like, you know, as I tell, like, girls that I see, and I work in a strip club, Taboo Miami, and I see a lot of women go through the process. I see the nice ones. I see the bad ones. I see the ones that are rushed back. And now that I have a very close friend of mine who just got her body done, and what I'm realizing now is... She's telling me, like, the aftercare is damn near more than the surgery. It is. It is, man. You got to get all these massages, which I, I tell my patients all the time, like, do not skip on the massages. Because I think the massages are even more important than wearing the fajas, those little body yeah. suits you see them in. Yeah. And so, like, I tell them, like, get them as much as possible because it just, it just helps out so much. And so a lot of them try to skip it. Mm-hmm. And their results like look terrible. You know, terrible. I, I had a patient that do the same thing. Like, you know, I preached about it, and then she started having all these complications. I was like, right, well, are you getting your massages? No, like it hurts. I'm like, yeah, I know it hurts, but you got to get them. There's nothing else I can do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what everything calms down. And then they and then they try to like blame you in a sense. Yeah, or yeah, like 
So I remember like I had this one patient and she was the same patient. And she was like talking to other women that she knew had had surgery the same day. Are you having any issues, mm-hmm. any problems? I'm like, no, I look great. I'm happy. I was like, yeah, you got to get your massages. Like these, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I can, only, I got to, I do my part. You got to do your part, part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's the post, the post-op care is super essential for that. Mm-hmm. So on BBLs and lipo. Yeah. So what are you, what, all right. So where do you work at first? Uh, Vixen Plastic Surgery in the Vixen. Gables. In the Gables. Oh, you down south. Oh, Damn, I used to live down there. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I live in Brickell, so. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you you right down there. Yeah, we right down there. Yeah. So, like, when when you get that that I like, so how did you even get into that background? I went to what college? Where I'm from? Where? Yeah, man. So I'm uh I'm from Huntsville, Alabama, <laughs> from the sticks, and uh, I I thought I wanted to be an engineer, and uh, when I got to uh, college, everybody was doing pre med, so I was like, all right, I'll do pre med too. So what did where did you go to college? Uh, UAB. University of Alabama, Birmingham. Okay. Yeah. So uh, wait, that is Auburn. No, no that's not Auburn. The Blazers. The Bla- okay, yeah, Blazers. It's like affiliated with uh, like the UA system, University of Alabama system. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so like I changed to pre. Well, I came in pre med with. Well, you gotta be a smart motherfucker. Time I was, I wanted to be an engineer, but I just switched to pre med because everybody was yeah, like, <laughs> I had all these engineering scholarships. I had just got into the honor society, and I, and uh, I decided to switch to chemistry because I was gonna go to I was gonna go to med school. Mm-hmm. And so I did this summer program for six weeks out in like Omaha, Nebraska, where you shadow doctors and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, man, I'm locked in. And so I took the MCAT, which is like the medical college admissions test, mm-hmm. did decent there, and then wound up going to Meharry Medical College in Nashville, which is an HBCU. Okay, an HBCU medical college. Yeah. yeah, man, loved it, loved it. And the crazy part is I didn't even want to go. My mom made me apply. She was like, just apply. And I was like, all right, you know, so I did it just because my mom. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, I wound up getting in. Best experience of my life. Because it's basically a lot of, like, you, like, you know, black yeah. people, cool, that's just about their business. Mm-hmm. And, like, they party hard, but they study, and they just, like, good people. And so, yeah. you know, a lot of my closest friends, like, are from med school still. Like, I hit yeah. them up and talk to Definitely, them. Definitely, because when I saw one, um, when I saw you take post a picture of you and other guys you went to school yeah. with, yeah. I'm like, am I seeing the pack live in yeah. person, like, the book? Yeah, man. I was really like, yo, yeah. this is the pack. <laughs> like, yeah, this is man. crazy. Everybody cool. Like, one of my homeboys, uh, you know, he from Hollywood or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. he's a... Uh, uh, an addiction specialist or whatever, like you know, what I'm saying I got a homeboy that's an anesthesiologist, cardiologist, yeah. and all, and it's crazy, you know, what I'm saying like you wouldn't be able to tell like in the club, they'd be of in course the section, not. you know, what I'm saying yeah. just just cool, Chilly, yeah, just cool as a fan, you know. And so, uh, you know, what I'm saying I went to, I did uh, medical school. I thought I was going to be a neurosurgeon, but mm-hmm. I, that was this nigga, <laughs> yeah. Like it, the the personality wasn't for me. Like you know, what I'm saying the patients don't get as as you know as better. You know, what I'm saying the hours suck. So I, I was like, all right, I'm going to do dermatology because my mom's mom, you know, my grandmother died of melanoma, which mm-hmm. is rare. It's a skin cancer that's rare in black people. And so, you know, I started doing that little rotation and uh, I really liked the surgery part of it. And they were like, well, you should check out plastics. So I did a plastic surgery rotation, loved it, did more rotations, and then I applied. And then so in 2013, mm-hmm. we, go, we go through this thing called the match. That's yeah. where you like. Oh yeah, I know the match. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Your brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the. So loop. you remember? You remember yeah. how like stressful and stuff was? Yeah. You gotta make a rank list of the programs yeah. you want to go to. All the interviews and exactly. all that stuff, man. All that money. I, I went to his match day too in Florida State. Yeah, that's it was a, a big, big deal. deal. That's yeah. bigger than graduation from med school. Yeah, knowing that you got a job and the specialty you want to go. Into. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not guaranteed. Like yeah. there's people that you know, want to go into orthopedic surgery, don't match. And now you got to find like some type of residency. You might wind up doing family medicine. Yeah. It's, it's a hard situation. So in 2013, I was one of three African-Americans in the whole country 
to get into an integrated plastic surgery program. Damn. And the integrated means like instead of doing a traditional route where you do general surgery first for five years and then you do like a fellowship, mm-hmm. you go straight into, into plastic it. surgery. Oh wow. So, so you kinda like Yeah. That's kinda like playing play, that's kinda like playing Super Mario Three and getting the magic whistle. That's right. Damn. That's right, man. You skipped the whole like four levels. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly time. what it's like going yeah. like skipping the line going through VIP. Like, oh, we in here now. Yeah. We start turning up. So it's just a more intense. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you I'd like like you basically get thrown into the fire. And so I did I did it at University of South Florida, mm-hmm. uh, six years. And then I took my first job in Ohio and I was doing most I did like 50-50, some cosmetic. Mostly reconstructive stuff, like breast reconstruction, facial reconstruction, low extremity trauma. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff people don't know about when they hear about plastic, plastic surgery. You know? Yeah, because niggas get a lot. I'm assuming Ohio would have a lot of, uh, let's see, if I was up in Ohio. Ohio's a wild place. People don't know this, but mm-hmm. Cleveland mm-hmm. is one of those. I was my southeast, so I was southeast. closer to Columbus. Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what, what do you see more there in those type of areas? Like, so I was with a hospital. So, you know, I did like a lot of breast. So I did a lot of breast reconstruction, like after cancer, like okay. cosmetic breasts, mm-hmm. you know, like implants and breast lifts, breast yeah. reconstructions. And mainly then, for cancer patients. Mm-hmm. And then like trauma patients too. So somebody get punched in the face, break a jaw, I was fixing jaws, eye sockets, yeah. um, you know, real bad skin cancers that mm-hmm. eat away half your face, doing those type of reconstructions. Oh, damn. Extremity trauma, somebody break they break a bone, like, you know, yeah, they call orthopedic surgery in, but if it yeah. breaks the skin and they can't just sew it together, I was doing little small flaps and okay, stuff like okay. that to cover it up. So. Damn, dog. That's intense. Yeah. That's a lot of different surgeries you got to like, yeah. know. oh, man. It's all about the anatomy. It's all about the anatomy. So you, you and essentially before you, like before you are on your own, essentially, as your own independent doctor mm-hmm. under nobody else's guidance. You right. gotta know roughly about how many procedures. Man, that's a good question. I had, I would I would say like over like eight hundred. No, bro, you there's no way you could do you know, eight hundred different surgeries. I know I graduated with over five thousand surgeries. And so it'd be like, you know, for instance, like to graduate you need to be able to do like eight cleft palates. Eight uh, cleft palates. That's on the lip? Yeah, well, there's cleft lip, then there's cleft palate where it's up in the roof of your mouth. Like, you had to, I think you had to do, like, seven or eight cleft lips, mm-hmm. like, revisions. You had to do, like, like five revision surgeries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had to be able to do, you had to do, like, 20 breast reductions. Like, they have, like, these these cutoff numbers yeah. for you to be able to graduate. And so I definitely exceeded all those. Because in Tampa, like, we saw a lot of cosmetic, yeah, trauma, yeah, Florida, burns, yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. Tampa's wild. I, I miss Tampa. I love Tampa. No, Tampa is lit, but it's a wild ass place. Yeah. Low key, suitcase like, city. Yeah, I would say it's like yeah, it's like low key for real. Like, I, I'm always scared of those places, those cities where like there's a bigger city in the area, so those cities feel like they got to do a little bit more. Right, right. they got to go harder. Yeah, to compete. Yeah. To compete. <laughs> right. I'd be like, nah, bro. There's like still three million people over there, bro. Y'all good? Yeah. <laughs> like, you ain't got to prove nothing to us. Then with all the sports teams and stuff yeah. like that, it's a lot, it's a lot of money in Tampa too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are moving. I miss it. It was cool. Yeah, it was a good time. I had some good friends. I, I did a lot of events up there when I was in college and a little bit after college. Right. And like, I've never had a bad time there. Right. No, man, it's, it's a good vibe. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I went to Ohio. I did like a two-year contract uh, on this small rural community. All right, but so what do you, wait, wait. So what's the starting pay like when you're doing a small rural community? It's, it's higher because, you know, they have to recruit. Nobody wants to go there. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they So they got this thing called the magma you know what I'm saying? It's like these doctor salaries, like the percentage of like, all right, so percentage of doctors make this amount, percentage of doctors make this amount. Mm-hmm. They base it off how long you've been in practice. So I was in the 99th percentile 
just working in Ohio. Yeah. For the amount of money. And so, and it was a good gig. Like I loved it. It was chill. I had a really good staff, but I just wanted to be back down south, to be honest with yeah. you, be closer to the family. And so that was the real reason I left. Like I was in contract negotiations in Atlanta and um they they weren't going through. So I was about to resign in, in Ohio. Ohio. And then I had I had someone reach out from Miami to try to recruit me. And uh and once I didn't wind up signing with that practice, but that's what the thought got stuck in my head. I was like, oh, Miami? I, could, I could, yeah, I could like live out here. Because, you know, I had been to Miami a few yeah. times, like especially when I was living in Ohio. I'd come like once a month just to hang out and party or whatever. And I never saw myself living down here at all. Like I was like, too man, crazy. Yeah, this exactly. I thought I was like, it's too fast. This ain't real. Bruh. <laughs> so um, when I toured that practice, I, I kind of got in the mindset of like, yo, like I might be living in Miami. So I was like, I'm going to do this. And so I found another practice and uh, started off with them. And, uh, you know, I only worked for them for like, let's see, from August to uh, November. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, saying so we just weren't seeing eye to eye. So I wound up leaving that practice, took All some right. time off. If, if you can speak on that, what does that mean in a practice not seeing eye to eye? What does that mean in the medical world? Uh, I can't I can't say too much about it because yeah. there's some legal stuff with yeah, it. I got but you. it was just like, uh, it's just like contractual things. Like, okay. Um, My that, day's off. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, off I mean, we, we can do it off oh, the record. Right, right, okay, yeah, off the record. Yeah, but uh, if, if it was for the legal stuff, I, I'd be happy to tell you. Yeah, but yeah, because sometimes... Times, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you no, you're good, A lot good. of times in medicine, it'll be like, you know, saying they're not getting enough patients or um, they didn't like the publicity or they're not getting enough marketing to bring, you mm-hmm. know, to build their practice. Oh, so damn. I'm not even... It comes down to stuff like I'm that. not even... I wasn't even thinking about that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because I'm thinking like, who... If you help in the plaque and surgery business in South Florida and you can't get clients, but you suck. Right. You you horrible. Right. And the thing but the thing is about Miami that's different from any other place in the country, uh, the expectations are so high. Right. Because you know what I'm saying, yeah, there's a lot of demand out here, but there's I wouldn't say there's a there's a lot of surgeons out here, but I feel like, you know what I'm saying, your results have to be good because these patients, like they have all these Facebook groups and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like a normal complication in like Houston, if you have that same complication here, they're gonna post about it, and all of a sudden your numbers gonna drop. Drop, mm. and it's and so the I mean the expectations are unreal. And do you here. think? And do you think do people come into your practice like, oh, I want Doctor Miami service, but here? So yeah, and that's the thing too. Like um, some people, you look at their results, it's like, man, I'm charging like a quarter of that, and I, I'm giving them better results than this, and the, and you still have patients like. So, yeah. you know, it's just like one of those things. Um, they want Louis Vuitton service, but they want like, you know what I'm saying, like a target budget. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to try to give it to them if you want to like stand out. Though. Stand out. Mm-hmm. So how do you battle that? Like as far as, you know. I think I think I stick out more. One, it's not like it's not a lot of black plastic surgeons, mm-hmm. definitely young ones. And then uh, I rely on my bedside manner and like teaching. So I, I like was actually a professor when I was in Ohio and a oh, okay. professor in plastic surgery. And so I like to teach. I like to teach residents. I like to teach yeah. patients. And I was like that in residency yeah. too. So like I break down things to, you know, to where like all my patients understand what's going on. And I straight, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm very honest with them. Like if I feel like I can't do something or oh, this is gonna take more than one surgery mm-hmm. to get to meet your yeah, expectation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or we may never reach your expectation. Yeah. I let them know because the last thing I wanna do is sell the dream. dream. Yeah. Cause you know, if you sell the dream yeah. in any situation, any, it's, yeah. it's gonna come back and bite you, whether that's you know, women, yeah, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> plastic surgery, you know, so um, you know, I, I I think that's like a big standout for me. Like I like to educate, bedside manner, mm-hmm. and um, you know, really just being a, a young black plastic surgeon. Oh, that's crazy. 
So how does like how does all right? So how does this job affect your view on women? Like has it fucked you up a little bit? Uh, I, I don't think so, man. Cause it's like I get it's like you switching on and off. Yeah. You know, and um, it's like I go in there and like I don't I don't look at them like I would look at a woman like I'm out and about. Like, mm -hmm. I, it's like. They tell me what they don't like, and I start looking at it from, like, an anatomy standpoint mm -hmm. or an aesthetic standpoint. Tell them, like, what I think I can do to get them to that expectation. Mm -hmm. But, like, when I clock out, like, I'm not even thinking about that kind of stuff. Like, unless something is, like, super obvious, like yeah. somebody has, like, a bad, like, BBL or yeah. a bad nose job. That's yeah. the only time I'm going to, like, switch it on. Yeah. Would you say something to them? No. Nah, no. I can't help you. No, I, I don't. Cause I've I've made I made that mistake when I was uh, like in my beginning <laughs> years of training, and I I think that girl was probably still in therapy. So damn, yeah, it was like it was like a little fun thing, man. I was out with my boys, and um and one of my homeboys had this girl he was talking to, and she was like, "Well, what would you fix on me?" And I was oh like, fuck! And so I was young at the time, you know. I was, no, you know, I was like a second year resident, and I was like, "Oh well, I would do this, I would do that." Oh, we could do this. Yo, she didn't say nothing to me the rest of the night. The rest of the night. And I was like, ever since then, I don't, I was like, man, I'm off. I'm either off the clock or you can see me in consultation. We can go from there. I don't, I don't just volunteer. Do you, do you, no do, you do you think that that fucked her up because she was in front of people or? I think so. Yeah. I think she was embarrassed. Well, she, I didn't think nothing of it, man, because I was just like, oh, yeah. You're in work mode. You're, yeah. yeah, you're in work mode now. now. Yeah. You didn't know, I didn't know how to balance it because, you know, everything was new. Because as you're learning things, like, everything is like. Yeah, you, you, now, everything looks like a, a patient. Okay, I get exactly. that. I get it. I get it. I get it. So what, what, what is it like? Is Have you ever got a girl in there was like, baby, you don't need this at all. Stop. Don't even yeah, waste I, your money. Man, I swear. Like, I, and I mean, like, recently, like, they'll come in and I'll be like, all right. So, like, they'll come in for, like, a second round BBL. So they already mm -hmm. had a BBL. Now they want like a little bit of a touch up, and so I ask them, I'm like, oh, so what? What? You, what don't you like? Your hips look good, because a lot of times the hips are like the hardest thing to do, because mm -hmm. you have to like a lot of times the skin won't stretch, so you can't make them super hippies. Mm -hmm. so you got to tell them to come back, and a lot of times the body eats away the fat in that area, and so they usually come back for that. And I'm like, your hips look great, your projection looks great, your scars look great. Like, why are you here? Oh well. You know, I just don't like how this kind of like, it almost looks like a shelf, but I want more of a slope. And I'm like, you look fantastic. Like, I mean, I might fuck it up trying to just yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, mess yeah. with this. this. This is grade A work. Yeah. And so like, yeah, man, I, I run into that a lot or a lot of time with breasts and I'm like, they're sitting up great. Like I wouldn't touch this. Yeah, but you know, this one seems to be a little bit bigger than this one. Everybody's asymmetric. Everybody's yeah. a little bit lopsided naturally. So naturally, yeah. You have to try to tell them that. Some people, because of Instagram. You know what I, I'm saying? Listen, bro, listen, listen. I tell like, and even even I catch myself, if I go on Instagram and I see a, like 100 niggas with six packs, I'm a thing like, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I need to. Say, uh, if I don't get a six pack right now, I'm never gonna ever get a woman again in my life. Right. Which is not the reality. Right. Because I just feel like, by even even in our, our our my line of work, like if we really broke it down by the numbers and the averages, I think the natural girls are still making more money than the girls with surgery. Really, I believe so. So even in my spot, one of the the girls that make really make the most money mm -hmm. are like natural body. Now, do the thick BB surgery girls? Do, do they look amazing? They do. However, I just think over a period of time. Right. Let me ask you this: the ones that. So, you know, there's, like, two two types of surgery girls. There's the ones that, like, you can tell, or the, and there's the ones that look more natural. Mm -hmm. How do you think those two compare? Oh, in, in man. Terms of like I would have money? to say there's one girl who I I can't tell. Okay. I can't tell if she did or she didn't. And I can't tell one because 
as I'm working there, I realize how much I've never touched the actual dancers. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what I'm feeling for vice versa. But there is one girl, I'm going to ask her next time I see her. I don't care because now I need to know just for this this conversation to make my mind like more complete. But I'm going to ask her and and if anyhow, if it's natural, God, God has blessed you. Right. God got you. Right. Like, <laughs> but if not, you, yo, your surgeon was a miracle worker. And I don't think, cause I, I haven't looked, but I didn't see any scarring. I didn't mm-hmm. see any type of anything like that. Right. So I really don't know, but I mean, that girl is a little different. Like she's very, she's very about her money. So in the sense of like, she has her own, she's bro, the same hairstyle, the same outfit yeah. every night. She doesn't switch up. She doesn't a uniform, a uniform. She's in a uniform every night. So I know her mindset is focused a little different, the way she's just about her money. So it's for me, just the way she moves like that, I don't think she would have spent that money on, you know, surgery. But it's like, bruh, it's, it's like there's no way. I granted, like, black women just got it like that, and she just might be blessed. But for the most part, like, the the, the natural bodies, over time, you know, if if a, a girl with a BBL, I think if a girl with a, her body done and a girl with a natural, over time, they work the same nights, the same shifts. Mm-hmm. I think over time, the natural body girls just win more now because I think it's less seen, you know what I mean? Especially in the night shift. Now, this is where it goes. So what I've noticed also was like the more natural girls tend to be at day shift more and like not top tier nightclub style mm-hmm. dance strip clubs. But the women that have surgery, they be the more mainstream, like the, the river, taboo, office. But those natural body girls tend to stay in the day shift. Even they do work at nighttime, the night shift as well. But you know, I don't know. I, I like, I, me personally for like sex reasons, I just, I prefer the natural body, of course, over time. Mm-hmm. I think it just, over time, long period, I'm talking like 20, 30 years down the line. Right. I think, in my mind, from what I know and what I've seen, I think those kind of I'll do. I feel like once you get the surgery, you got to kind of go back and get it again to maintain it. Because if you get breast implants, how long? Usually like 12 to 15 years, um, unless you have an issue, then sooner. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have any issues, you can just let them ride out, you know, mm-hmm. just get them checked. Uh, at that point, every three years with like an MRI to make sure they're sure. back. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and I mean, they're so well made now, like even if they leak, they're not like spilling out. It's uh-huh. almost, they call, that's why they call them gummy bears. If you cut a gummy bear, it doesn't leak. They just hold it. Hold, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just pop them out. Oh man, man. So what do you think? Like, do you, do you require these girls to get any type of like psychiatric evaluations prior to surgery? No, uh, the only time uh, I request like a psych clearance is if they have like uh, issues with depression or something like that. Yeah. Cause I sure see a lot of girls. To make sure that, you know, like, you know, cause you're going to go through a major stressor mm-hmm. surgery, any type of surgery as a stressor, just to make sure that they can handle that. Yeah. Not even from like the cosmetic standpoint. Yeah. So that's the only time a lot of it, if I feel like that I can't meet their expectations, I tell them, I'm like, yeah, I'm not the surgeon for you. Cause I'm not about to go through that. Head. Yeah. You know what I'm like, I mean, there's this little thing or that little thing. No. So Damn, for the most bro. part, you know, everybody gets a medical clearance, like from their primary care. Doctors. Primary care. Oh, before. Mm-hmm. Make yeah, because sure I, I think a lot of the mental is, once again, like the Instagram, the social media, the pressure, because I don't think, like, I, I believe, like, men like what they want to like. Right. And, you know, I just feel like I was telling the girl, like, if I like you, right, and I fall in love with you, like, I fell in love with you with like this. Right. So I feel like once you get surgery, and this is for the girl I fall in love with, 
You know, like once you get the surgery, it's kind of like, damn, my love was not enough for you. So why are you getting this surgery for like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, how do you? I, th I think majority of them, uh, you know, they, they get it for themselves. Like it's something that they're like, you know, I've tried this in the gym or, you know, I just want a little bit more because I feel like this will really match my inner beauty to my outer beauty. And so those are the ones that, like, you know, I really, like, try to go up the bat for. If it's, like, you know, it's kind of a red flag if they come in, like, I want to get bigger breasts because my man wants bigger breasts. That's a red flag. Oh, no. You know, so I, I for those, like, you know, I'm like, mm, I may not be the surgeon for you. But the ones that have come in junior, like, oh, I just, you know, I've always just wanted to have this type of body. And I feel like I can, I can obtain it. And it's something I feel like, you know, I can do for them. Mm -hmm. Then, by all means, and, and those are the patients that, like, are, like, just over the moon. Over the moon. So... How important is working out? Like, I get someone gets surgery today. What is the and they do all the proper post operation, right. post op care, mm -hmm. and the time of like, what is the time frame to get the premium look of what you the work that you that you've done? So, so it depends if they're going like more for body work, like you know, what I'm saying they want like abs and stuff like that. For one, we can kind of make them during surgery. But I usually tell patients they can go back to like fully working out around six to eight. They had a BBL and they were like a skinny BBL where they didn't have a lot of fat. I try to tell them maybe wait eight to ten weeks before they really start going hard with the cardio because they don't want to burn a lot of that fat because they're gonna lose yeah a lot of their butt or a lot of the hips that we just put in. Mm -hmm. But uh, the ones that work out afterwards and maintain usually look phenomenal. Then you have the ones that because they had surgery, they go back to eating crazy. Yeah. And then like, I can't do nothing for them because all the fat I've taken now, yeah, they're bigger, but it's all uh, what we call intra-abdominal. Like it's beneath the fascia. Like I can't suck that out with liposuction. That's fat around the organs. So you look big and mm -hmm. I can't do nothing about it until you like lose weight, weight. the proper way. Ooh. And then as you gain weight, your butt also gets bigger too. You know what I'm saying? Because you're feeding those fat cells. So isn't that the whole point, the butt to get bigger? Well, I mean, sometimes it gets way too big. And yeah. like, now it's too big because I've gained all this weight. Uh -huh. So, you know, then we think about reverse BBL, you know, reverse really BBL. diet and exercise. Damn, bro, this is crazy. Yeah, man, it's a whole world out here. Duh, it, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like, I, the way I think about it is you see it at work, it's just like, dang, like, you know, it's just, it's just scary. You know, I have a daughter, so, you know, I just... I just feel like, you know, if her mother were to get surgery and I did, I just think I never think about the right now. Mm -hmm. I, anything that any, anybody asks me about or I'm taking part of anything I do in life, I think about like down the road. Right, right. So like even when I see like, you know, if I were to get surgery and I had a son and, mm -hmm. you know, he like, I don't know, I can't tell him, to, you know, what I'm saying love himself at a very young age because, you know, a lot of women, unfortunately, go through a lot of like body shaming, especially when they're young. And, you know, you just think about how mean kids were oh, yeah. middle school and high, mm -hmm. especially middle school, oh, a level of ruthlessness that is not even acknowledged and, and what the pressures of that in high school and things like that. And then you see your mom, like you have a mom who had a body done, but both of her, her kids might be like, you know, fat kids. Mm -hmm. And they look at mommy and they're looking at them and they know mommy has surgery. They, in their mind, subconsciously, they might be thinking, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I think this generation is the first like real plastic surgery generation. Yeah, I would agree. With and like the case studies in 10 to 15 years are really going to determine what the fuck is going on. You bring up a lot of valid points, like some of the stuff I hadn't even thought about. But yeah, you're right. Like, this is a plastic surgery generation. Because you were, remember, like, when we were young, a plastic surgery was taboo. Yeah. Like, nobody talked about it. Like, yeah. you got work done, that stuff was super hush. <laughs> yeah, hush. Now, people, like, they brag about it. They build Instagram pages. Yeah. 
like promoting it, promoting the surgeon, like different things they did, the shopping around and stuff mm-hmm. like that for different products. And so now, like, it's so open and mainstream. And so as a, yeah, as a young kid, maybe middle school or high school, you'd be like, oh, well, I'll just get plastic surgery. I'm going to eat however I want to. Yeah. It's not necessarily true because there's only, there's there, there's still limits to what mm-hmm. we can do. You know yeah. So we're not gods out here, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, once you, like, you know, get super big, it's hard to rebuild that body. It's multiple surgeries. It's And then you're never going to look like someone that, you know, took a little bit better, better care, care over time. And then they got a little bit of plastic surgery. Like, so do I you, can't make you look like So that. do you do, like, guys that get, like, uh, gastric bypass surgery? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the skin. I did a lot of that in Ohio, too. Yeah. yeah so all, what, that, all that extra skin and stuff like that. Yep. So how, because how, I've seen those post-ops, man, on some of that stuff on TikTok. That shit looks crazy. It's kind of like, damn, you kind of better off being fat. To a certain extent, it's like being a, a more huskier guy. Yeah, man. I mean, they remove large amounts of tissue, lots of sewing, lots of complications. You don't heal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the skin is so stretched out. And then, like, even then, like, after the plastic surgery, you're still going to look a little bit different. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because you have these long incisions, all these yeah. long scars to try to take all this extra skin off. You know, yeah. like your chest is never going to look like no. someone that, you know what I'm saying, has always worked out or not even worked out. Just never got that big. Big, yeah. Because I have like, uh, like even I was, I, oh, me personally, I've always been self-conscious about my chest. Cause my chest like caves in mm-hmm. and like, so like my chest is never out of. Yeah. I like this excavator. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, I was like, dog, I wish I can just, like my ribs kind of stick out. I was mm-hmm. like, I should get surgery. They have it. Like they can like push my chest out. Yeah. Damn. It's it's a uh, that sounds painful because they gotta yeah, break the, yeah. they break the sternum basically oh no nah, yeah. nigga I ain't, ain't. Yeah. <laughs> plates and all that you know they they putting uh, screws and plates and everything in there yeah nah fuck that and then you know of course there's the chance of uh, you know the risk of like infection because you're putting in hardware and so that's when plastic surgery comes in <laughs> bro because not a way to cover everything after an infection bro so I can have like a hole in my chest. So when I when I was in residency, we would have people that would have these infected, like I said, like sternal plates and stuff from having the, um, a cabbage, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. a heart surgery. Yeah. And the hardware would get uh, infected. So they had to take the hardware out and like literally you would go in there to do a dressing change. You would see their heartbeat. And they're alive. They're just sitting there. You Chilling. Know, yeah. For fancy, uh, we call flaps or whatever, where we rotate tissue mm-hmm. or move tissue around to cover it. Bro, it ain't worth it. To me, to <laughs> me, it's just like, and this is a man thing. Like, you know, we don't even think like that. Right. Oh. Now there are. Cause I'm starting to see niggas again. <laughs> nah, there was one dude going around. My boy said to me, "Listen, if you ever did no shit like this, I'll disown you." Ah. You know what I'm saying? Dude got like the a, a sir. I don't know what he did, but he did something. And I remember even um True Life mm-hmm. back in the day. Dog, uh, True Life. Let me tell you something. MTV's True Life was one of the greatest shows. It was ahead of its time. No, for sure, ahead of its time. I don't know who created that show or came with the idea. But it was next level. And I'll never forget the guy that got the um calves. He wanted the plaque surgery, he wanted calves on. I'm just like Yeah, they have they have calf implants. Some people are taking fat and put them there almost like not a BBL, but like, you know, a calf. A calf L? Yeah, basically. <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? They got the DDLs popping out now. The d- dog about to get one, bro. <laughs> I tell everybody I went to DR and I told everybody I was getting a Dominican dick lift. There you go. So you gotta do that? Or you don't do that? I, I don't do them right now. You don't do nothing, but I'm, you have, th- I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about opening it up to practice to do it. But it you just, have it to go. Inca- it, it increases like the girth too much in the length. Man. Like you can improve the length like a little bit, but mostly it's for the girth. Girth. But nigga, women don't. As I get older now, <laughs> these women do not want these monster ass dicks in them. Like, 
That's a that I also too is a phase. Like as I talk to women, I hear women just you know it's having conversation like like that whole idea is also a phase too. It's just weird, bro. Like I mean, God, this shit is just so much cap on the <laughs> internet, dog. When it but when it comes down to like things that you really like, it'd be like the most simplest shit. Right. That that shit is crazy. Like I don't know, man. I'm scared. <laughs> This is making dating very scary. Like, how's your like how's your dating life like in this world? Like, I think uh, how many clients are trying to smash post op? I mean, I get I get hit on every day, every day uh, at work. Uh, I don't believe in that because I, I, I slick feel like it's like unethical. Um, but uh, all right, how how long does a client have to be out of surgery? Uh, I don't. Two I, years? I mean, they can't be my patient. So, like, if I operate on you, I'm not going to see you in a way to... Ladies, ladies, let me tell you something right now. You hear it right here. He told y'all, if you're trying to smash, you got to go to a different surgeon. Same practice, but different surgeon. All right? We can say that? <laughs> yeah, we can say we that. We can say that? That's true. That's All right? True. Or you just go and, you know, get your body done or wherever you feel you need. Just, like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, man. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't date a patient. Like, it, it just... It doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't. And I don't think I would even operate on, like, a loved one. Like, you know, my wife or, like, you know what I'm saying, girlfriend or something like that. I don't know. It would just feel weird. I feel like I wouldn't be able to be, like, objective. I feel like someone that's going to care about me the most. Like, if I'm getting a Dominican dick lift, nigga, I need somebody that wants me to get as much pussy in the world as, you know, I want that person who wants the most for me. Right, right. No, no, I, I understand that. And of course, I would like put them in like good hands, mm-hmm. but I feel like I need to be able to be objective. And I don't know, man. I've just because people ask me that all the time. I was like, I just don't know if I can do it. Yeah, because my brother. Um, I just feel like if my if if I wanted one person to deliver my next child, if I have another child, and I know somebody that is gonna want the best for me, yeah, it's gonna be like why wouldn't it be my brother? And he and that's so funny because he's delivered my godbrother's child, uh-huh. and I just feel like that connection, that bond, just got even tighter like right. you know what i mean and i have a twin so our bond is tight but that would like solidify it on a level that right you know how many times does that even get to happen in the families like a brother delivers or a right. sister delivers their bro- siblings children like probably less than what i feel like if i was like you know OB, uh, a different uh, yeah, yeah something I, like don't, that? I don't think i would deliver like my sister's child though what? i feel weird being weird like, your yeah, sister coochie yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But but what my brother was telling me is like, oh, he sees so much at, at a point of point. It's like it's not even. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's not yeah, even yeah. A, like the way exactly. the way like you you talk about it sometimes. The way he talks about it, and you want to speak to his coworkers, they don't even look at you like a person. Really, it's more like a puzzle. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You like looking at the anatomy. You look. Yeah, at, yeah exactly. Like, like you just oh, this is this is you get excited on the anatomy aspect of more or less than the person. Mm. Yeah, so you have you have you been in situations where like a client doesn't want a black person operating on them or things like that? Uh man, I've yeah, like it was in training though. Uh when I was in Ohio, I had no issues. That was like when I was fresh out. I never had like one issue with a patient coming in. And I was in the middle of like, you know, Trump country, yeah. you know and those type of stereotypes and stuff like that. And I was out in the middle of rural Ohio. It was technically a village. I didn't have one issue. All mm-hmm. my patients were great, like like loved me. Like even if things didn't come out well, they were super respectful. Never had an issue. So that area was more like a place where you kind of saw your patients everywhere you went. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Be at the Piggly Wiggly. Like, literally Piggly be Wiggly. at the Piggly Wiggly. Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. At the Piggly Wiggly. That boy there. Yeah, man. That Piggly Wiggly in Alabama? Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn. That's some real Southern shit. Yeah, man. This was in Ohio, oh, though. Yeah. I was in the Piggly Wiggly, man. Getting some, getting some steaks to cook. And, hey, Dr. Triggs, I'm doing well. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you know, it was it was great. Or patients would like bring me like food, mm-hmm. like oh, like you know, we slaughtered this hog on the on the farm. Yeah, I, I eat pork. You know, oh hell yeah, know. as you should. Yeah. The fuck, this wine is divine. Duh, they people missing out on on bacon and all that shit. I had some jerk print over. Man, listen, bro, listen, I got you. All right. Don't even say a word, bro. Next time, I'll even ask my stepdad to make some, but it's next level. I'm with it. I'm it's with next it. level. But uh, I feel like Tampa. So Tampa was probably, like, where I experienced, like, the most, like, mm. bigotry or racism and stuff like that where, you know, they, like, you know, didn't believe you, the doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah, my brother been know, telling me. You know, stuff like that. And, like, you know, for me, you know, being from the South, like, I didn't experience a lot of racism. It was more subtle. And uh, so when I got to Tampa, like, stuff didn't really bother me. It just kind of mm. rolled off my skin or yeah. whatever. The only time it bothered me if I felt like it was more like another doctor or, you know, like faculty member. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'm like, yo, this is kind of... Yeah, because you're the doctor and you're kind of like the boss in a sense in certain situations, especially in the operating room. Mm-hmm. And people might try to undermine you because... Yeah, that or just like my superiors. And so it's like, oh, they, you know, they write my evaluations, you know what I'm saying, or Past this, past this rotation, or hold me back, or anything like that. So that's where I would like, like, get nervous and stuff. Damn, that's crazy. Because essentially, when people like that, that really has nothing. That like, pass, not pass, not passing you because of your color, genuinely has no effect on their life. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's not staying here. Right. So like, you holding him back here is really keeping him around you yeah, more, which you don't want to see him. It just puts that microscope on you. Like they're watching every every little thing. thing yeah. yeah. So you're pretty sure you should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, in North Carolina, like I was when I lived in the South, because I don't think down here is obviously not the South. Yeah, I don't consider this the South. But um, North Carolina, I was telling people like I liked it because everybody has Southern hospitality, but if people can have Southern hospitality and still not like your black ass, and they let it be known, and there was no like hiding behind, which I can respect. I I I respect that too. Because now I know just to. You do your own. Keep yeah. it cordial. I'm not gonna spend my money here or wherever I'm yeah. at. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, so that 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 was one thing I did like about North Carolina, man. But, bruh. So, what do you think about these men getting surgeries now? Like, how do you? What's what's? Uh, I, th- I think it's fun. Uh, you know, of course. You know, I'm biased. Um, you know, it just depends on what they trying what they trying to get. You know, everybody's getting like the ab etching and stuff like that. But they need to know if you go back to like eating like crazy, those abs are gonna go away, or you're just gonna be big with abs. You know, because all that fat's gonna be. Oh, I seen them fat niggas with abs. Yeah, exactly. that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, a, it's a weird situation. thing to see. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, you know, you cap it because you can't go to the beach because people are like, why you got abs but you still fat? You know, what I'm saying yeah, you definitely has some surgery. No, I've seen. Like I've seen that, yeah. like a belly with abs. Yeah. I've seen that. It's a real thing. Like the old Jamaican bellies in Jamaica. I'm being for real. I've seen it. Damn, man. That's that's man. I don't I don't know what to say, but I, I mean it's very like I would never get surgery. God forbid. I don't even want to be in a place where I, I'm very comfortable with my skin. And I just I just like I know you know what it is for most men. It's just like we know we're not supposed to be perfect, and we're just okay with it. Right. I, I would say. I, I feel like if I, th- I think the cosmetics for us is like you know what we do. How we like carry, yeah, carry, carry. So only thing, only surgery I feel like will ever get popular if it was a little more simpler is height. Because I've I've uh, was listening to another podcast a couple months ago and I saw them talking about like just the process. I'm like, nigga, what? Ain't no motherfucking way. Yeah, they got this thing now where they're doing like this, uh, this this lengthening surgery, bones like in the tibia, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how the long term outcomes are going to be, but if it takes off, man. You- about to see some six six brothers out here. That's fine with me. I'm good. Like I, I tell I people to do that, boy. 
What you are? You about six four, six five? Six four. So yeah, so like we got lucky. Yeah, God bless. Exactly, yeah. I ain't gotta worry about this problem. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the hair height. Turkey now, boy. They doing some amazing things. Turkey and turkey. Five racks and people are coming out there looking phenomenal. So you telling standpoint. me I can go to Turkey for five bands and get like And they give you like a royal treatment out there, like, you know, pick you up from the airport. I think that that includes your stay and all that kind of stuff. They're do, like they're doing like some really good work out of those. And that's just drugs and stuff that are not approved over here that they can't. No, no, they're doing like uh like hair transplants. Mm. I had a friend do that, boy. He said it's, like, very painful. Yeah, they said it's a long process, they said. It's a long day. Yeah. But, man, you see them come back and... Can't work out for, like, months. My homework couldn't work out for yeah, it's, months. it's a whole thing. It's, it's, a, it's a hard post-op life, too. I've already said to be involved, so... Shut up, man. You got a hairline, bro. And you got a full beard. You know, that's the problem. That's the problem with me, though. That, that, <laughs> me, pressure is like, bro, it's not like I can have a full beard... And be bald, it's like I'm in between both, and it's just very frustrating. So I can't grow the full beard, you know what I'm saying? No matter how much coochie you eat, it's a, it's a myth, you know what I'm saying? That does not help your beard, y'all. Stop the bullshit. No matter all that crap they talking about, dog, like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't put the, like, hair oil or anything? I mean, I was using something consistently. I, don't, I didn't think it worked. My homeboy was doing keeps during the pandemic. He yeah. got his hairline back. Oh, it worked? It worked. Wow. Like everywhere, if me and this nigga, anywhere this nigga go out, it'd be like, yo, how you got your hair back? Hey, man, I got the plug. I got the plug. I got the plug. Keeps. He did it. But when I was doing the research. How much did that cost? Probably like 80 bucks, bro. The pill. Wow. The, the little pill. change. Bro, and he told me, and um, one of the side effects, I ain't gonna lie, was like a ED. Yeah. It ain't worth it to me. Yeah. He ain't get it, though. Because I'd be asking like, bro, you having problems? He's like, nah, I'm good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and him about does, the same age. It does mess with the, like the testosterone. Or yeah. Well, you could take a testosterone yeah. supplement to kind of counter that. All right, man, this is the first one of our podcast, man. Everybody talks about the basis of this podcast in the beginning was the story of, like, losing your virginity, the first time you ever had sex. Do you remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I feel like everybody does. Like, no, you be, you be surprised. Really? Because I feel like, you know, sex for a person that was raised in a two-parent household, this way, living this life, down on this side of the world— it's different from a person living. What I've learned is it's different from a person living in a two-parent household, living in Florida, than it is right. living in Ohio. You know what I mean? It's a right. whole different experience. Your environment. When I speak to like girls and hood niggas and trap niggas, right? Different, different experience. So like I always. So what I learned is like, dog, this really is a reflection of your environment, uh, which how you view sex in such a young age. Because most of us, you know, between shit, my interview people like, man, for my. Eleven to fucking twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy out here. So what 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 was that like for you? Uh, man, I didn't know what I was doing. How old were you? I was I was young. Man, I was like, man, hopefully my family don't see this. Like, uh, damn boy, yeah. that boy was on it. I I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, like, it was a very um, it was a very awkward time. Yeah, like, I started off started off wrong. No, definitely. So you see. <laughs> <laughs> But was it, did you have older siblings? Did you have people pressuring you? No, no, no. You? I, I'm the older sibling. So um, I, have a, I have a younger brother that's like two and a half years younger. So Yeah. Uh, no, man, it was just like being fast. Yeah. All right, good. Good, good. But that happens a lot more than people think. No, I think it's very common. I think for men, for sure. Yeah. I like it's always an older girl. Yeah. From what I've seen. I think it's the, the control. Like women finally get the upper hand. Right. And they kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn this young nigga out. But niggas in the back of their mind like, uh, yeah, turn me the fuck out. Like, right. <laughs> Like it's just like that—that that double standard. Stories uh, on like school and stuff like that. Like you know, these teachers getting these young boys. I'm like, I ain't got 
None of those type of teachers. Uh, where, where were they? I had one teacher, man. She was um black Muslim lady dreads, man. Dark skin. She was my economics teacher, though, bro. When I tell you where, like, every time I see one of these stories, I'd be like, why couldn't it have been her? Like what? I would have shut the fuck up, and a lot of it is I just. I would have snitched. I would never would have snitched because that's money. That's a lot. That was clearly them. Them girls. Them teachers was looking out for them young niggas. I'm telling you. I know they was breaking them off, buying them shoes. Oh yeah, I'm sure. All type of shit. But you know, I was a young kid. You just you excited. You want to yeah, tell somebody. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. Heard gonna tell somebody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but. Yeah, even the other day I just saw the news like one of the teachers was like uh, a football something like that. I want to say in Miami got caught up in some shit. Now that, and I granted it's a double standard, and there and there's like whether people want to admit this or not, there is a, a legit history behind it. Right. Like I tell people the time, like you have to understand, like bro, this that concept of like older men, younger women, vice versa, that that concept is less than a hundred years old, a hundred or less. Than, that's between like seventy five to a hundred years old. Right. Because younger women were surviving pregnancy at a way higher rate. That's true. So men from the beginning of time always married women way younger. Yeah, man, like 12. 12 to, is crazy. As soon as, as, soon as they, they start have, getting their menstrual, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And I'm telling like, so you have to understand, this was the, the idea. Are we look down in it now. Yes. Is it frowned upon? Yes. Should we not do it? Yes. Because as a species of human, we have advanced to not need to do that anymore. But understand, this is engraved in people's DNA for thousands of years. And you're not going to break a thousand years of DNA and doing something a certain way in a hundred years. We got to keep frowning upon it. We got to keep punishing it. We got to keep educating like people. Like Balenciaga situation. Yeah, what was that about? I don't even know what the fuck. I just seen niggas right. canceling Balenciaga. So somebody sent it to me, and I was just like, whatever. And then I looked. I was like, yo, why is that bear having like a dominatrix-like costume? And the, the child was holding it. Like, it was... So like at first at first glance I didn't notice it and then yeah. I kept looking I was like yo this this is weird like why why would they think this was okay and now they trying wait, to wait, sue. Wait. So, they, so they put like it was like a dominatrix costume on like a little teddy bear I guess that was the product that the the kids were holding or something okay like that. and I'm like why. Why? Like, why are they doing that? You know I saying? mean, honestly, I can't even afford Balenciaga anyway, so I can't even cancel it. I can't even afford to cancel Balenciaga. <laughs> but a lot of people out here bashing Balenciaga, but you, you don't own no Balenciagas. <laughs> like, what right. is you saying, bro? I right. can't even, like, I can't sit here and... They trying to save face, though. They ain't been canceled like Kanye, though. They did Kanye wrong. They did Kanye bro. dirty, bro. Oh, they, that, was, that was wild. Like... Even the Kyrie thing was wild as well. Like, right. that's just like, that That really was an eye opener to me. Like, bro, you can't even really just say anything. Like, those DVDs that, that the documentary that he watched, I remember those, those that name stuff, those name, all those documentaries. Bro, those those were being passed on DVDs in the barbershop. Like, 2000. No, think about it. You remember them African names? Oh, yeah. All those DVDs. Like, yo, you these are the DVDs. getting, getting lined yeah. up. Yeah, yo, like, hey, man. man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, you're going to learn something. You're going you're gonna to get woke. Well, open up your eyes, young buck. I remember those DVDs, man. I used to buy, I bought a couple and I watched them. I was like, I ain't think nothing of it. The black Israelites, da 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 But I, I, my thing is just like, bro, sit down and have a, have a conversation and just talk about it. Like, we're not saying that he's wrong. We're not saying that he's right. Dog, just educate the man. Right. I'm, I could be wrong about something. I can have somebody, if I say something about Jewish people and I was misspoken or clearly I don't have the knowledge. Right. But, dog, I'm not opposed. That doesn't mean I hate Jewish right. people. Yeah, exactly. Bro, sit down and, and put I, me on game. No, I, I totally agree. I think. I think they 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 whipped them. They used them as a whipping boy. They yeah. could have like sat down with them. Like, hey, this is where this went wrong. And like like you said, educate. Yeah, them. yeah. You know what I'm I think the I think the punishment was way too hard. Yeah, yeah. Too hard. And honestly, bro, and I'm a type of person like 
And any, any conversation I have with my friends or people that I love or I don't like, I'm always going to play the devil's advocate because I want to know the opposition's way of thinking. So the first thing I, I when I saw that going, I was like, well, why don't they just have a black Israelite and the Jews prayer just talk and see what the history is yeah, all about? For sure. Why don't they do that? Have a rabbi come in and be and, like, and this spit, is why this isn't right. Exactly. You know? Yeah, because if they're... I just feel like when I hear those conversations and I've seen some podcasts where like, you know, you have a priest and a, and a rabbi and mm-hmm. a... And uh, I don't know what they call for the Muslims. I I'm, I'm don't know, but I'm pretty sure there's a higher level of that present for the Muslims that's uh, like similar as a priest. When they sit in and have these debates and these conversations, I'll be learning a lot of information, oh, bro. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy knowledge. part to me is like how similar they Simi- are. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? With the Torah and so, the Quran. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, have like the, I think it was the first five books of the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's the part that was like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. So I just feel like, why couldn't we just really sit down and have a panel conversation? And I just felt like that would have helped everybody learn something, understand, see where Kyrie was coming from, see the beef between or the 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 the, the commonalities, the similarities between the, the Israelites and the Jews and the Christians. And, you know, I know religion and all that stuff was a policy was a very, like, yeah. touchy subject. Yeah, sure. And, like, this podcast clearly is not about that, but, you know, I just wanted to hear it just for the knowledge yeah. and, the, and the debate. You know, that's just me personally because I just like those 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 type of discussions, and that's why I love like you know long form my part like even Joe Rogan, like a lot of these people I see on CNN and it's like they're talking about something very interesting. Like you might be talking about plastic surgery on CNN with Don Lemon for two minutes, bro. That is not gonna give me what I need to really understand what you're talking about. Right. But if I can sit here for two, three hours and learn you as a person, learn your how you got into this X, Y, Z, and why you were a plastic surgery and things like that, that lets me understand so much more. And I'm learning so much more information. I'm better to make better judgment and better, you know, right. about all those topics. And I just, I just hate that. Like when these, these type of things come in so in the media, they're not properly having these discussions. But it's very frustrating. But I, I just. It drives me fucking crazy because I want the knowledge. I want the wisdom. I want the debate. And we're like, we're just not getting it. And then those that will never be set up ever. So it's just a, a lack of stuff, man. So back to you getting some pussy for the first time, bro. Do you know? Do you still talk to that girl? No. Damn, bro. No, Does she even believe she took your virginity? Because the girl that took my virginity, she don't even believe me. I'm like, I haven't had that conversation. Like, I don't even know if I can remember what she would look like. Right. Damn, now. boy, y'all some y'all horrible people, bro. <laughs> You remember yours? Yeah, bro. I can tell you all the, the details. All the details, bro. Even the oh. color condom that I used and the brand. Yeah, that's good. A green lifestyle. Wow. Lifestyle. Yep. So you might as well just put it wrong. Should have used a lifestyle. Yeah. And it's so crazy. I was growing up, like even in college, like I used to be like, "Yo, how niggas get caught up in this shit? Get girls pregnant? Why they just don't put a condom on my nigga?" I remember the first time I had raw sex. I was blown. Nigga, mine. It's like, it's like, it's like biting into like a, a gourmet steak outside of like eating an Applebee steak. It's like you can never go back. But no, it's like eating, it's like eating dirt and then going to a Wagyu steak. Like that's what that sh- it it made sense to me why niggas do the things that they do and how niggas get. I was like, okay, I get it now. Right. This makes complete sense. Like even now, like it's just I do it, but it's so hard. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I never want to. That's <laughs> not what got into. No, it's not. <laughs> but I t- sometimes a lot of niggas out here leaving it in God's hands. <laughs> oh, we just we, come on, yo. I know you're a doctor. You don't have to answer, but I know you just left it in God's hands a couple times in your life. You don't gotta confirm or deny, but you a man first. <laughs> That's why chromosome. That's why chromosome. So what's up? What's we got going on, man? 
Oh man, just uh, just grinding, like building a brand out here in Miami. Uh, I feel like things are picking up. Uh, so wait, wait, what is what's your situation of where you work at now? Like once again, say again where you work at and like what's your yeah kind of Vixen Vixen plastic surgery. I do like aesthetic body contouring. I do breast. Uh, probably start doing some more facial stuff. Might start doing some rhinoplasties. Those jobs. I do yeah. Eyelid surgery. All that. Eyelid surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, people have droopy eyelids or brows. I do that too. I guess. Oh, that's something I get when I'm like 60. Man, I'm I'm seeing girls like in their like 30s, like mid 30s, and it, you know their eyes are totic or saggy and so. Is that white people? I've, I've some black people too. But it's you like you know baggy eyelids, lower mm-hmm. eyelids. I do those too. Oh, so is there is there like a does their skin, I guess you would know more about the skin, but for black people, white people, Spanish people, do, do they have those type of issues sooner than black people? Like if a white lady might be 30 getting this surgery, but a black person typically, usually might not need that surgery till 40. Yeah, so usually like Mediterranean, black people usually have like thicker skin or more mm-hmm. oily, sebaceous skin. And so, um, you know, they, they look a little bit more youthful, mm-hmm. longer. Um the thing with like nose jobs, though, you want thinner skin, so you know more Caucasian patients, so you can really see the results better because the skin is thinner, and so when you oh. do a nose job, you're working with the underlying stuff, so it's like you can do all this stuff, and the nose looks great. For a black person, it's, it's a harder job. Yeah, it'll be looking crazy. Yeah, because their, their nose, their, the skin is so thick, it's hard to really adjust. Mm, because the other skin, oh, the skin around your face is gonna stay as thick. Mm. Oh, so and like right? you're working with the cartilage and the bone, and so uh-huh. you got like you working looking at a house and you build a frame, if you got like a really thin roof, you're going to be able to see the frame. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a Caucasian nose. Oh, yeah. Black person, they got a thick roof, and so it doesn't matter what you kind of do under yeah. there, you're it's not going to be able to see. see. Exactly. And so that's so how do you consult people when it comes to those type of things? It's kind of like, yo, man. You just be honest with it. you like, hey, you know, this is what I think we can do because you have to individualize. Yeah. Like, it's no, like, one person fits all type of person. Mm. So it's not like you're like, yo, you're going to look crazy. Don't do this. If I feel like, if I feel like they're not going to get, like, a good bang for the buck, I'm like, yeah. Like either, I'll, I'll put it like this. In my hands, I don't think I can meet your expectations. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then if I know someone I think that might be able to, or at least someone that does more of these, so they may have a, a better feel for it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have I get no that. problem doing that. I see that. I see that. That makes sense. That makes sense. So what is it like your go-to? Like, yo, if I do these, I'm like the goat. Like, you probably, can't see probably, me. Probably mommy makeovers. So that's usually like liposuction with a tummy tuck, some type of breast procedure, whether it be a lift with an implant or Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I'm the best in my. Yeah, I hear that. Mommy makeovers. Yeah. Damn, that's like a liposuction and pulling the skin. Yeah, and uh, a breast procedure. Combination surgery, and that's what the most people like. How much that cost? Like in Miami? Uh, here in Miami, around ten to twelve. Damn. Some guys they charge up to thirty to forty. I think I think I think uh, Doctor Miami. I think he charges like around thirty-five. God damn! How many days do you think he works a year? Surgeries? Like how many surgeries can you really do in a week? Like depends. Like. Like for me, doing a breast augmentation, just straightforward breast augmentation, can take me from 25 to 40 minutes to put implants in and sew everything up. So Damn. if I do a bunch of those, I could do like hella of those. In a all day. right. So, all right. So, as a client, she comes in on this Monday. How long to get under the knife and done? Uh, everything what, what goes she, perfect. Uh, breast, uh, your best work. So, that's a mommy makeover. Mommy makeover, if she if she's a small lady, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of small, take me like two and a half hours. If she's a little bit on the bigger side, like three and a half, four hours. No, I'm just saying, as far as from, I'm talking about from consultation to under the knife. Oh, oh, uh, consultation doesn't take me long. Like, it takes like 15 to 30 minutes. Really, like 15 to 20 minutes. If they, It really depends on how many questions they have. Mm-hmm. For me to go through my little spill about, you know, looking at them mm-hmm. and then telling them the pros and cons of surgery and the alternatives, 
and what I recommend. It's like 15 to 20 minutes. So if they have a lot of questions, which they usually do, yeah. that adds another like. And then by the time they get to their primary care doctor, that's like yeah, a week? Met, well, really just depends on how quick they can see them. So if they have the primary care doctor uh, evaluation that same day, they could technically be under the knife the next day. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All I got to do is be healthy. If you healthy, the primary care doctor's like, well, you have no problems. Your EKG's fine. You don't take any medicine, so no worries there. Like, you don't have any, like, you know, congenital problems. What's You're that? Cleared for surgery. Congenital. Like, you know, like if you have, like, a heart murmur or some mm. type of heart problem or issue where your blood clots or your blood's too thin or something Damn. like that. Damn. So if you're a healthy person and you got a, an established primary care that you can get in and get out, we could have you on the table by the next day. That's crazy. Have you ever been in that type of situation? Yeah, man. A, a lot of my patients are usually between uh, 21 and I would say 39 to 40. So a lot, if, if anything, they take like maybe one medication. It's usually like maybe high blood pressure or cholesterol. Most of them have maybe had like one or two surgeries issues. And so they get cleared pretty quick. You know, go through evaluations. Oh man, that's crazy. Bro. All right, let's let's see what the the uh, earlier today I put on Instagram. Um, people asking me a million questions. Uh, All right, I did not. Re I didn't open or respond to none of these. All right. Um, let me see. Um, uh, cameras. Let me go back to the story. Goddamn technology. Shout out to BG. BG out of jail, y'all. So. Oh, yeah, man, I saw Got that. Got a jail today. That's a big deal. I hope he comes with some music. Yeah, he was gone for a minute, too. Was he? I don't even know what he did to get there. It was like, he, um, I think, is he a felon? He had two guns and one of them, like, stolen or something. Like that. Oh, yeah. Gun possession. Typical nigga shit. Gun possession. All right, let's see what we got here. Do you, this is from, um, this is from, uh, Bundle of Joy, whatever. Do you allow MP students to shadow you for clinical hours? Uh, not right now. Not right now. All right. How to determine if I'm good for a round two BBL candidate? Consultations or come in in person. Yeah. To take a look and like, let me know. Exactly oh, you're that nice. So wait, consultation costs money. Mine's are free. Oh, free shit. Oh, shit. Free consultations, y'all. Y'all better get on. All right. He married or got a girlfriend. Ladies out here wilding. Any doctors working on advancing techniques? We want breastless without visible scars. No, I think, I think you got to put a scar on them. Like, even if you put in a really big implant, which helps lift the breast, and is really droopy, you got to make a scar. Yeah. So there are yeah. some people that heal, like, great, though. Like, you can't even see the scar. Yeah. I've, I've seen it. Um, So, really, it just depends on how you heal, too. Yeah, okay. Per, per the individual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. That, that um, yeah, that's, that, yeah, them scars be looking crazy. Yeah, I know. But some, like, I've literally seen some patients, like, I was like, you had a lip, and I had to look twice. They, the scar had faded so nice. Mm. Is there any, like, something you might know to say? Yeah, like, the way you suture, like, make sure they don't, like, you don't stretch the skin too much when you're putting the skin together. Like, you can use scar creams and then silicone tape. Silicone's been, been shown to, like, reduce scar burden. Mm, okay, okay. All right, we want to know about okay. his personal life. I'm serious. I'm serious. Ladies in the surgery, surgery groups want to know. Hold on, boy. You out here. Yeah, the surgery groups here. Wow, what's the, what's the surgery group out there, dog? So, you know, like, in, in, on, they have these this Facebook is. groups for, like, different doctors, different centers in Miami, and just, like, mm -hmm. overall plastic surgery. Her page groups. private. She ain't shit. <laughs> she ain't shit. We're gonna, I'm going to get her on the fence. <laughs> yeah, so what are these surgery groups like? So it's just, like, basically women come in and be like, hey, I'm having, I'm thinking about using this doctor, any good reviews, bad reviews. Oh, Almost wow. like a Yelp, you know what I'm saying, for plastic surgery. And they, like, give them, like, advice on like how to recover good recovery houses types mm -hmm. of fahas like 
what one surgeon may be better at than the other surgeons. They use it to blast surgeons, you know, yeah. they blast like the coordinators, like if they can't get in touch and stuff like that. So basically it's just like a, like a Yelp. Yeah. You know? Are you on there? Uh, I mean, no, no, I, I try not to look at that stuff, man, because they'll, they'll blow you up, but they'll tear you down too. Yeah. So I, I don't really be on there. Hey, man, I'm going to tell the same thing. I want to read this, some of this shit. They, they can't give a dog fucked up. I go in there with war, war, dog. <laughs> I will get the thumb thug in them, in them chats. Bro, girl, you was ugly anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll do all that. I'll take the slander. I don't care, because I like doing that shit. But like, you know what, girl? I'm just playing with you. I just really don't care. I was <laughs> just my dog, and I told him I was going to come here and start some shit, and I got to go back to work. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. All right, so one person said, how do you reduce keloiding? Uh, you can give, st one, you, the way they, they do the suture, and two, they can give steroids at the time of, the, of them doing the closure, mm -hmm. and there's also a radiation therapy. Radiation. That's when it kind of bubble ups and get kind of thick. Yeah, those thick scars. Like, you know when cues get breaks? Yeah. Those, those are keloids. Yeah. Damn, dog. Like, yo. Some people are predisposed to, like, they can shave and get a keloid. Those are real bad patients. Like, or they get the ears pierced, they get these huge... Oh, yeah, that's what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those be looking weird. I'd be like, yeah. can't you, like, just... Yeah, you can, you can cut them out and send them to radiation, inject them with steroids. That's, like, the, the standard of care to try to mm. keep it from coming back, because that's the thing. Yeah, man, that's this this is a wild game, bro. I'm not ready for this. That's what's... Let me see, let me see if I got any more. Uh, let me see. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, they be trying to get at you, dog. So how does how is your dating life now, like being a plastic surgeon? Like, I hate to go back to it, but it's like, it feels like it's very... Uh, you're over six man. foot, you're guy hair, you're a doctor. You're like, you're the guy that, you know, Kevin Sounds be talking about. You the high value man, bro. Congratulations. No. Round of applause for this nigga with options. Bruh, uh, I don't know, man. Like, like I go off the vibe. Like, I don't think I have like a particular type. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I don't know. I, I just like girls that are like just chill and about their business. You thick, know? you like them thick? Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't really have like a physical. Man, you lying, bro. You lying. You lying, <laughs> dog. You capping on this fucking podcast. You trying to be political on this app? Yeah, you capping on this app. You trying to be politically correct? Oh, uh, you need more. You need more tequila. Yeah, right. Exactly. I think I. Mash mine, but um, no man, I I like I like chicks that can make me laugh. Yeah, like I like no, they like, dangerous, bro. Right, they dangerous. You know why? Because it's rare. Right. I mean, have you been around a chick that can like genuinely make you like, laugh? Yeah, or go joke for joke with you, boy. Listen, such a turn on. Dog. That, that is that is my heart. I have a girl like that. Shout out to my girl Jody Ann. Jody Ann, probably the funniest woman I've ever met in my life. Right. Tears laughing, and I'm telling you right now, there is a place in my heart for that woman. That cannot be replaced, dog. It, it that it's is a whole nother level, right? Level. So when I when I tell women that they, they they I don't they don't really say much because it's like they're not funny. It's rare. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's rare. Like I know I know like maybe three to four out of the countless women I've met that can just that I've actually like dated and mm -hmm. like make you laugh. Like, man, it just like hits you right in the heart. <sighs> it's like, nah, she no is more so King funny. True clown has arrived. I'm like, you know, I'm all yours. It's yeah, me wide open. And it's crazy because when I watch shows like um, The Office, mm -hmm. like I, she, like those things just may remind me of her, like just dry, hilarious, dry humor. oh hilarious, I love, it. I love it, bro. And she's just, she's just so funny and like, like you need to be writing comedy, right? Like, I tell her all the time, like I, I would, and then from a physical standpoint, I would say like I value women like with really nice teeth. I've been like that since I was like, young. oh yeah, yeah. Teeth, teeth show a lot. Things that that's not the obvious. No, no, it's obvious because let me tell you what it is. Like in 2022, like having nice teeth is so such an easy and attainable thing for the poorest of the poorest. Right. 
Because I remember when I had no money, North Carolina, whatever, when I got my wisdom teeth pulled out, like, bro, I legit went to a dental school, mm -hmm. and they do it for the low ski. Oh, yeah. Oh, for real. Now, there's the good and the bad in that, because mm -hmm. you're getting students and things like that. But when I was getting my clean, because I went there because I was getting my cleanings done there right. for like $10 or free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They treat it now. They take was it a little bit longer? Was it a little bit longer away? Yeah, but I ain't had no insurance at the time, whatever the case may be. But then I went to a, a, a dentist office to get my wisdom teeth pulled out because I was like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. I'm out of state. Right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just felt comfortable and, I, and whatever. But yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's too easy. It's too easy to attain. Right. I, I never even thought about it like that. I just know like someone that has like a nice smile or just nice teeth. That is like. That's that's a game changer. You care care about yourself to a certain yeah, extent. Exactly. You yeah. gotta maintain those. Maintain those. Damn, what else? Uh, height? I don't really care. I've, I've had shorties and I've had tall girls. Yeah, but what, do you, all right, so do you, when, when it comes to like dating, so I, I like being tall. Mm -hmm. I like tall women. So I like you when I look at fine short women, I just be like the girl I was telling you about from Alabama. Yeah. She's short as hell, but I liked it so much I didn't give a fuck. I was just like, damn, she's five <laughs> two. Right. Damn, I mean, if I have a son, that nigga might be under six foot. Genetics, the gene pool. Exactly. Thinking about the future. Again. Yeah, I am. That's that's how it re how real it was. Right. That's how real it was, man. And then I really be looking at women like that. I don't really look at women right now as like for right now. I'd be looking at you like 10, 20 years down the line. Like I just think I'm at the age now. I'm just like, Ugh. I don't know, man. Because I mean, sometimes I don't know, man. I flip flop because a lot of times I like the little shorties because they be like real feisty. That's what I like. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I like you know I be on some a tall woman kick. It's, I don't know. That's why I feel like I listen. Have you ever? Have you listen? Let me tell you what about tall women. I love like the stares. I love when people stare at me oh, when yeah. I'm tall. Yeah. But bro, when you walk with a tall black woman, they dog, do command the room. What? They command the room. That's what? Dog, yeah. no, it's a, it's real on some like Wakanda Black Panther vibes. Like they are. Right. Everybody has to acknowledge your presence. You're unavoidable. Yeah. You have to be taken accounted. In every step you take, yeah. man, I went on the trip with one out of the country. Listen, Very don't go out of the country. Well, you, you're not even, you're not even normal. Right, right. You're not even normal, bro. It, it is, and I loved it. They know you playing ball. They it is. I don't. They they can think of whatever they want. <laughs> I was in Columbia. They thought I was LeBron James. There you go. I ran with it. You know what I'm saying? Until they thought I had all this money. I was like, oh, oh. stop, 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 stop. No, we're not doing that. You know, I had to get my little my little man's over there who was kind of like, I was straight. He kind of like ran everybody off, but yeah, but it it is I I love it, dog, and I want I want tall kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. My mother, and my daughter, she's pretty tall, and my daughter's gonna be tall as I'm gonna be tall as shit right now, mm -hmm. and you know, How old is your daughter? Uh, seven. Five, five, six, and James. Yeah, yeah. Her, mom, her mom, tall. Five, five. Eh, average, yeah. average. Yeah, I can't like. I, I just, I mean, she's in the volleyball now. I wish she would play ball. Like her whole family is just athletes. Mm -hmm. My dad' family is athletes. It's just like, girl, you're gonna have these gifts, and you're not gonna even. I hope you use them to something. But what, what's it like being a father? I love it, man. Like that. Isn't it like the best, bro? That's why I can't understand like people that be like deadbeat dads. I mean, I can understand it from like dealing with. Dealing no, with the the mother. Listen, that's a whole nother world right there. Yeah. I, I before having children, I couldn't understand it. I could, yeah, I, I totally agree. But when I had a child, and I and I just see, and like you see the reality of it, the court systems and da da da, all of that, yeah. it make I empathize with people who I, I get it. Right. I, I totally I get it. I would never like I would never say yeah you should, but if someone does it, I could see. 
I man, I, I love it, man. I see my kids. Uh, I have twin, twenty-five-year-olds, mm-hmm. a boy and a girl. I see them literally every other. Week. Oh, yeah, you must have Alabama. Yo, you have crazy miles, bro. Fly on Delta out of here, fly to Atlanta, and then drive another two and a half hours to pick them up. Then we live for the weekend. Then I'm flying back on Sunday night. Damn. Every other weekend, but so labor of love, man, and uh, like I, I Facetime them at eight o'clock every night because it's yeah. seven o'clock they time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know sometimes it's long, sometimes it's short, but at least they know. No, yeah, you're there. You know what yeah, I'm there. Like, what do you do with um? Do they do they call you? Uh, it's it's rare. Uh, I think if they're like really distraught or something like that. Like their mom will like have them FaceTime me or something yeah. like that. I've had that happen most of the time. I called them. Yeah, yeah. I, I always felt like my mom's a little bit younger. You know, it's like no. This is, this is even when they were young. My daughter was younger. I'd be like, well, why she never? She just never wants to like talk to daddy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like she just never want to yeah, like. You know? you know that 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 goes with the other co-parent. Though. Yeah, like even when like I don't know, man. I, I just know, like, if my kids are feeling some type of way, like they miss their mom or something like that, like I'll text her, be like, "Hey, are you free?" You know what I'm saying? The kids no. What What I did was, I mean, this, this is the way I grew up too. Like, you know, even when I was with my my parents got divorced too, but even when I was with my dad, call your mother right now, tell her good morning. So even when my daughter, I'm like, yo, make sure you call her, you let her know you're okay, Facetime, woo woo woo, and I, I would do that because I just think it's important, you know. All right. you no, know I, I don't want to. Definitely agree too. Yeah, like it's it's it like it's hard to speak on because you know the other person's not here. Right. And I and I will never like speak on her name like right. that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I totally agree. But man, like I, like sitting in that courtroom, bro, and Good you know man. seeing those 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 family court cases where they did, and it's wild because everybody cases in there. <laughs> and I remember like what we had when I what I took her to court for was in a grand scheme of things, seeing what other people were dealing with mm-hmm. was a joke. Right. And I, I left there and I felt like I was wasting. The court's time because I just felt like, yo, this is not a real, this is not, what I thought was a real problem is not a real problem. Because there's people out there having real yeah, problems. Like, yeah, man. Like, and it's just like, dog, the, the children is, uh. And I wonder, like, what goes through, like, the judge's mind when they hear, like, some mediocre stuff. Be like, really, though? Yeah. Like, I just saw, like, a little girl in here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I can only imagine. But, uh, yeah, man, I, th- I think for, for, for mine, like, if they, if they're, like, acting out or they, they, they say it like, all right, well, do you want to call mommy? And sometimes I'll be like, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm okay. And so if they want to call, I'll hit her up. I'm like, hey, uh, the twins are missing you. Mm-hmm. Um, are you free or whatever? And just go yeah. from there. Usually she's free, and so we call yeah, her, call her know, and they're good to go after that. Yeah, and it, and it's so crazy. Like, even as a, as a parent, like, even there's times where she gets like that, I want to go home, like, she'll be with me, and that's what she's used to. And I'd be like, you know, as a father, it, like, that's devastating to me. Right. Like it, it tears me apart. But you can't sit there and be like, "Well, why am I not enough?" Like she, right. they don't get that. Yeah. You know what you I'm know. saying? So I, I, and I was very hard on myself because of even those times where, even the times I would, it'd just be two, three hours, and she's actually her mommy, and I would call her right then and there, and like you know, like I would want her to let her know that you know you want the mom to let the child know, like, "Yo, you're in like the best care ever." When you're with me or him, it doesn't get better than this. Right. Exactly. You know, you hope you hope for that. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? But, man, I'll tell you, when she was younger, sometimes we out. And it's crazy. I used to live in Fayetteville, so I have to drive two hours. Yeah. Just to for for spending it two hours a time, three hours a time. And just for her to say, like, yo, I want to go home. I want my mommy. I was like, bruh, do you even know? That's when that's when I get with the cartoons. We we get milkshakes. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to finesse. Yeah, finesse it. Like, like look, boy, do I got to buy this love right now? Because right. I'm going to buy this love, God damn it. Like, Let's go to the toy store. Let's go to Walmart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Bro, I was doing those type of things, you know what I'm saying? But... I knew I was kind of like, even doing that sometimes, I was just like, be organic. Like, 
ah, but you know, you gotta, I just had to bring mine. I would talk to like, you know, my, my, um, shout out my man, Brian, who kind of went to a similar situation with me and he would, I'd be someone I confide into and be like, right. bro, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know. She don't like me. This shit don't like me. She always want her mom to the night. He had to like bring me off the fucking edge, bro. Because, you know, my parents, you know, I saw my parents every day. Right. So as a father, to me, I always tell the hardest thing for me is like, I can't give my child the bare, the bare minimum that my parents gave me, my dad gave me, seeing him every day. Right. I know. So I'm already not doing the yeah. bare minimum yeah, that my feel, dad. Feeling some type of way. Exactly. So it's just like, and not trying to like project that on the child. And, you know, just it's it's a tough battle, man. But, you know, shout out to all the, the parents out there. And I'm going to just say the father, the parents that are just really try, figuring it out. And making it and really it's hard to, it's really hard to put your personal feelings aside in certain situations, you know, to 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 for your children, man. It, it's hard. It's not easy. It takes time, man. And, and, and you know, and even even like those conversations I had where the mom was like, I had to realize my actions caused you to act this way. So as much as I'm telling you to get over it and this that and be better, why you think like this? Damn, I had to sit back and say, you know what? Omar, you didn't do did some stupid ass shit too to yeah. kind of put yourself in this situation, and oh, you yeah, need to. I know it, man. Yeah, so it's 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 a hard it's a hard thing, man. But we up now, city boys. Man. We outside in these yeah, streets. Sorry. Are you ever gonna get married again? I, I, or at this I, time I, in this dinner, you like yo fuck divorced, this shit, man. When I that's how I was when I that, man, when I first got divorced, I was like, man, I'm never doing this shit again. Now I've gotten to the point where like yeah, I can see myself getting married. I don't know about. I mean, definitely having a prenup. Like you getting a prenup? Oh, hands down. I let them know that up front, and I just like really like. Probably this year started dating with, with you know, intention, Ten, yeah. you know. At first, you know, I was just doing my thing. But now I'm kind of like looking for something like more, probably more serious. Like yeah. So. Ladies, he's looking for something more serious. So what are like the basics you feel like? Like for me, like I'm not, I'm not like elitist, you mm. know, because I come from super humble beginnings. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, you know, from the dirt, the red clay of Alabama. Yeah. But uh, just someone that like this, I think like someone that has an open mind. That's that's very like non-judgmental. Um, because I, I hate seeing people like judge other people. I like people that can sympathize or like you know what I'm saying, kind of look at both sides of the coin. I think yeah. that's really like this. Or someone that's willing to try something new. Like I like to go out to eat. Like I'm, I consider myself a, a foodie. Yeah, me yeah. too. Like I go to all these restaurants and stuff like that. That's the biggest oh, thing. Oh, that, that listen. That's how you know. You be telling a girl, so you, I just watch. It. I be looking how they pick the fork. I don't look at that. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? They they say they don't eat this. I'm like, hey, I, if it's something I really love, I'm like, hey, just try this. And if they try, even if they don't like, like it, it, to me, major kudos. Yeah, yeah, major I agree. Major kudos, you know what I'm saying? So I don't eat sushi. Well, did you me. try sushi? Why you did it? I'm like, so you tried it one, like, yo. Just you, try this. Just give this a try for me. But if you want to do that? That's one of the Yeah, but they, 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 they don't want to they try it, but they want to go to Japan. Ma'am, listen. Right, what you going to eat? What you, bruh, what you going to eat when you get there? Exactly. Because we not, I'm like, Catering, like we're not spending, we're not gonna spend thousand dollars fly across the world for you to be like, I want a hamburger. No, we're not doing that. Facts. Nah, that's that's. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I'm. I think I've learned how to date because I knew my my ex wife since I was like 19, 18, 19. Mm -hmm. And so you know, back then a date was going to the mall. Bro. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's all I really knew. So like, you know, what I'm saying after my divorce, I had to learn how to date, like like intensively, like make plans. Because yeah. the person would just be like, oh, you want to like go get something to eat or something all last minute? Because that's all I knew. Because, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was a young dude. So, and, and they were older now. So, we're dating women with kids and exactly. all the type of. Are you dating women with kids? Yeah. Yeah. 
for sure. You would? Yeah. Mary? And honestly, I feel like a lot of a lot I feel like the ones that I've connected with the most have had children. Yeah. Because they, they they understand the circumstances. Yeah, you have more time to do what the fuck you want to do because they got kids to take care of. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Dog, when you when you date women, I like dating women that have like shit to do. You know what I mean? Right. Like like in a day, like how do you have so much time? Like I love the community. I'm a great communicator, and I love good communication. But it's like, yo, how you have so much time? Like what you been doing all day? Nothing. What the fuck? How you texting? Like that's a red flag. That's right, a red that's flag. a red flag. That's like wait, flag. so you just not doing nothing all day? And another thing for me is like a deal breaker. Like girls who don't that are not like maximizing their potential. Oh yeah, oh. I think that's just frustrating. Cause it's like, how could you not? You know what I'm saying? Oh man, it's crazy. I think that's just the type of person you are. When you ambitious, like uh-huh. you can't be with someone that's 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 not living up to their full potential. Nah, and it's just very frustrating. Like I don't mind motivating, and I definitely don't mind like helping or teaching. But if you really just don't want, no, I ain't do doing that shit. Cause if I see you not doing it for yourself. You're not gonna change when I help you. That's true. And I ain't no, I, I, and I ain't, ain't no doctor salary. So you know when I give it to you, it's I'm uh, that nigga done grinding for that shit. You better, <laughs> hey, hey, oh, listen. So when I put my foot up to help you, it's like nah, nigga. You better make some shape because I got it, but I don't got it like my brother. <laughs> I don't got it like y'all. Yo, it's a different. If a y'all in a different tax bracket, I see how my brother be living. I'd be like, I thought I was doing something this year. I, off, I'm gonna tell you off the record, but yeah, like I thought I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> but when he was telling me, I was like, what? Oh shit! Like I can't do none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was telling me some shit. Like he saw. Uh, I remember the last thing he told me he was like, yo. He came to Taboo one night. He saw, like, sometimes we get, like, a lot of money. We put in a Dior suitcase. Mm-hmm. I know Dior's expensive, but I had no, no idea this suitcase costs $4,500. So I was on the jacuzzi the other day. He's like, yeah. I was like, nigga, what'd you buy this shit? Oh, nah, bro. I, I saw it on Taboo. They brought it out. I thought that shit was raw, so I got it the next day. I'm like. Yeah, I just went in and casually dropped five racks. Four. I was like. Can't do it. I ain't there yet. I hope this podcast going to take me there. There you go. That's the plan. You know what I'm there saying? But yeah, man, it's, it's I only got to call your kids 124, man. Please, uh, shout outs, plug all everything you got going on, man, where people can find you, all yeah, that man. good shit. So at W Triggs, T R I G G S M D, uh, and uh, also at Dr. Triggs Miami, uh, at Vixen Plastic Surgery. Um, I'm pretty, pretty easy to find. I can be Googled. Yeah. Google yourself. You find all kinds of crazy. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, man, down here in Miami, and uh, but I take patients from like literally all over the world. I've had patients from the Netherlands, Denmark. Uh, it's crazy. How like you cons- consultations they, like they, they fly in, they fly in. Uh, they'll get their consultation like earlier in the week, and then we operate in usually by Monday, uh, by Friday or something like that. Damn, and they gotta stay here for how long? I usually say five to seven days, depending on the procedure. Procedure? Like if it's a tummy tuck, I prefer them to stay like seven days or longer, but BBL, five to seven days. Breast off, five to seven days. Yeah, hold on. BBL, bro? They be on that plane looking crazy. I know. I know. I seen them. You know, I I fly to Atlanta like every other weekend, so I see them. Sometimes I run to my own patients. That's awkward. But hey, (laughs) yeah, it's crazy. You're not supposed to be here. Right, exactly. Like why? Where you going? You're, doing. You're, you're only day three. You're still supposed to give me two more days. What's up that happens? And then they come. Listen, man, I, I just think like just being in the where I work at and and seeing some of my friends go through it. I just you know what I'm saying. It's just especially women that are already fine. That that's what blows my mind. Like women that are fine and already had like a crazy body. The ones that used to work out all the time and. They showed me the them before when they were working out consistently, that body that they had. I'm like, girl, you ain't even you first of all, you're having your body hasn't even fully developed yet because you're That's true too. So what, what I know we're trying to end this up, but what do you think about that though? Like the, how, what's the proper age? I know you have a lot of 20 year olds, but their body's technically your body's still growing. Yeah, so I think I think women that 
like for breasts, you know, usually around like I usually see them around twenty one to twenty two. That's about the youngest. That that that's reasonable because the breasts are pretty much done growing outside of like pregnancy. But um, <clears throat> when it comes to like putting on that woman weight to have like hips and stuff like that, you should you can, if you can give yourself more time, you should. I would say in your thirties. But um, you know, I've done BBLs on twenty one, twenty two year old women, and I have to know that they're probably gonna have that. They would have had that naturally had they just wait. But you know, microwave society, they want it now. No. You know Press go, press start. Yeah, so you kind of have to do it. It's your job. You got to do it with, with the yeah. clients. Yeah. But. Because if I don't do it, somebody else will do it. Yeah. So I might as well do might it Might as right well do it. Yeah. Do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah do it right, right. for them. And you, they got to get, like, gain the weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes, like, if they, like, super skinny, I'm like, I can't do nothing. So, you know, gain, gain 15 pounds for me so we can do something. And they usually do. I've had a lot of patients come back. Yeah. How fast do you think they can gain 15 pounds? Usually about three months, I've seen. Because they're so skinny, their metabolism so high. They really got to be, like. Ensure days, milkshakes, all that. So they really got to chug it down because their metabolism is just so high. Fast food, all that all shit. That. I wish I could. Well, that's what I, I try. I try. I try to tell them to like do it in a healthy way, but I know they're eating McDonald's. So, so the healthy would be the Ensure, the protein shakes, mm-hmm. avocado, like healthy fats, stuff like that. Avocado. I gotta stay away from that, dude. Yeah. That shit is delicious. White rice, all that. Oh, and I'm Jamaican, bro. Come on. Yeah. Every meal. I don't know. I know it. <laughs> all that. Oh, another pet peeve when I go out to eat, ordering steak, and they get well done. Bruh, ghetto. I've, I've only had it happen once. Yo, I'm I'm I've done. Only had it happen once. I can't I take you nowhere. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I can't take you nowhere, bruh. <laughs> I've, I've only had it happen once, and I was just like, really, I feel like I'm on a mean though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tacky. Don't even order the steak. And when you, when you ask them why, they don't even they don't even know. Like, yeah, man. Shout out to my parents to make sure like you were raised right. Not even raised right, bro. To be honest, like I look back at it now, like my parents did a hell of a job, like. I was, granted, I never got the materialistic things right, right. of life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Especially when I was able to know, like, okay, this is fashion, this is name brand, things like that. But I definitely, my parents made sure I was well-traveled, ate nice things, had nice nice experiences to where, like, I want to seek that out more in life. Like, like when I travel, like, I don't eat, I don't like eating at, granted, oh, yeah, I go to Jamaica, and stuff like that. I'm going to eat KFC because you got to go to islands, you got to do KFC. That's just, like, a mandatory thing. But I am eating off the streets, I don't want, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? The way that, you can experience the culture. Exactly. Man. Yeah, man. But we get up out of here, man. 805, uh, this will be released on my birthday. Got to do a little editing on there, but we're going to get it wrapped up, man. Uh, man, hey, Dr. Riggs, man, trigger. Sorry. I don't know why I keep wanting to say Riggs. You know what it is? Uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that's right. That what it, people yeah, say that all the time? Riggs. All right, man. Come on, Will, you already know it, man. I appreciate you. This is long overdue. I thank you for taking the time out today, man. I know you're a busy guy. Man, What's your next surgery, bro? We operate tomorrow. Then what you do tomorrow? Mostly BBLs. Damn, dog. Yeah. Can I come in there and watch? Yeah. We can get you in there one day. No, nah, don't bullshit me, dog. I want to no, come. No, as long as you don't pass out on me. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, we can bring you in. That's fine. Man, he capping, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna obviously I'm not gonna record in there. Does the patient have to approve me though, right? Yeah. Damn, this what you gotta say, yo, I got my um my clinical patient. All right, off the record, off the record. Man, we're gonna get up out of here, man. First of all, podcast, like, share, subscribe, um, support all my sponsors. And if you want to become a sponsor, Instagram, first and wild, or email me first and wild at gmail.com. We're going to try to convince uh, his office to get, you know, a sponsorship package because I got an, I already have an idea in place that I'm going to be doing in here, and y'all going to want to tap into that. So y'all look out for it, man. Appreciate your time so much, man. We're out of here, first and wild podcast. Thank you.